0: You're listening to The Being Business Savvy Show, with your host Dr. Savvy. This podcast series aims to share best practice in the arenas of effective program and change management via relevant tools and techniques. We also feature exciting guests with incredible business insights and innovative ideas. Our documentary style format helps to make knowledge sharing more fun, dynamic and engaging. If you'd like to be featured on the show, Please contact us by sending an email to TTT at SavvyLeaders.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, on with the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. And I have two fantastic guests with me. A little bit of background about who they are. We have met Suki before, and he's quite well-known. A person who's got a lot of experience, so they're counting on real value Uh, in terms of the people that they work with. And he has an enormous following right now. Uh, And Gary uh, Settleworth, who's a lovely uh, person who works with him. Um, We were talking about the roles. Uh, Both of you are strategists. Uh, Let me tell you a quick background about Suki to start off with. Um, One of the youngest uh, millionaires. Um, I think by the time he was about 27 with his family business. Um, He has been a Forbes judge and continues to do that. If you know about business, Forbes is very, highly renowned organization as well as publication, and they are advisors. Uh, He's a TEDx speaker. He has also developed a whole lot of methodologies as well uh, and continues to grow from strength to strength. I think one of your businesses uh, within your group of companies, the Suki, I think you call it the Wahawala Group, also the Business Boardroom, which is a very successful way of uh, bringing people together. Now, Gary Selworth, lovely to see you, Gary. I mean ages since we last met. Thank you for okay. taking time out, both of you, to come on the show. A little bit of background about uh, Gary: o- over 26 years of banking experience, over 20 years. You're not really young enough; you're very young, actually. Uh, years of actually being in the uh, coaching. Always, always compliment your guests, you know, uh, in, the, in the coaching field, uh, in the uh, field of development, personal development as well. I won't steal your thunder. I'll get you to talk more about the kind of things that you do. Uh, but I think again the combination of having actual real experience and also having the qualifications to back it up and also providing those skills to individuals who will be looking for that support, right? As not only in terms of their current career, if they're starting out as you know graduates or whatever, but those who are in career and are looking for their next progression and how they can actually do that. And both of you share the common Uh, approach of developing methodologies that really work. And we were having a chat earlier on during the day today that it is about experience, but more than experience, it's also about providing techniques that they can use immediately in the field. Now, the three things that we wanted to talk about today was I wanted to talk about optimism. I wanna talk about also the, the lockdown how has it really impacted people in terms of, has it given in your views, because you're in this industry of personal development, as well as coaching, as well as advising people to become better business people, has it given them a chance to be retro, uh, you know, kind of looked at in a retrospective? Have they said, actually, do you know what? Now that I do this in my business, I could do this. Although I can't actually see customers. And the final piece of the puzzle really is around the area of, you know, being optimistic, but in the confidence context, you know as businesses start to unlock in terms of their own businesses potential they need to build confidence not only in themselves but also in the fact that customers will come back and they themselves will have to invest in their businesses to be able to make it safer for people to come back so that's a really interesting area I thought we'd uh, develop with you this week for the next uh, 20 minutes or so so uh, thank you Suki. so let's let's start off with Suki first Suki, tell us you know what's what's your view do you think that you know it's hard at this time i know you've been having a lot of outreach programs to people that have been effectively stressed by uh, the lockdown situation whether it be work or whether it be personal life do you think it's now a chance to be
0: optimistic i'm very very glad that you brought me on on, uh, today and uh, really humbled to be honest so with reference to one of the questions that you just asked there whether it's a time to be optimistic again that if i can start that in a second um, what I've found is we've taken action and we'll talk about it a bit later. I'll let Gary talk about the social side of things, what we've been trying to achieve to create that, that Samaritans type environment but for a younger generation connected with an audience is called the feel good Friday, uh, social movement. But if I may, I'll ask Gary to talk a little bit about that. Um, but going directly to your point in question was how, and do we have enough evidence to become optimistic again? Well, I think as it comes to the economy, we should always be optimistic within ourselves because mankind, humanity as a whole, has always uh, faced adversity and then thrived thereafter. We've, we're, we're ingrained by that. We have Guruji within ourselves. We have God within ourselves. We have the ability. So where there is that understanding of God or universe within ourselves, how can there ever be anything else but optimism and uh, gratitude for being alive? But let's, if I go into more technicality, if I can, the understanding of our current situations, we've we've seen it very clearly. And if I may talk a little bit about the, the energetic flows or the wave of what we classify as lockdown, as you specified lockdown, there is a real science to all the lockdowns, which actually resembles and reflects within war, within governmental turns and phases within the countries. So the principle actually is something that I talk about quite a lot about is actually very, very true. Um, and if you're aware of a slight psychology structure, which is called the disk uh, disc philosophy, this is when it's a psychometric understanding. It's like an, a, a scientific assessment of one's understanding of the world or of themselves. So it's like having a, a, a like a bird on your shoulder, always watching you with a camera, in essence, and re- reciting it back to yourself with a simple report. But from the understanding of the disk psychometric understanding and the philosophy, there's a deeper understanding which I've written within with Maraj Skirpa. May I share? I use the word I, but I must reframe it honestly. It's whatever I have within me is not mine. I'm just talking about what Maraj has given and gifted to the, to the freeware of this world. So, in context of I, I'm just going to share that when I wrote the synegus method, it's specifically about making complexity really simple to understand with actionable steps within our three commandments of understanding as well so in essence there is an energetic flow of every single change in the planet so there are the dominant areas the influencer areas the d the i the influential times um the compliant the the so the stability times and the compliant times that's disk so DISC comes across, and I'm going to be very quick with this, because I know there's a short uh, bite-sized conversation around this, if I may. Basically, if I give the unlocked code for reference of the flow of the energy of a lockdown, of war, of governmental uh, political agenda and change, uh, world global structure, it always goes in the same four cycles and then recite, and then recites, you know, re- restart again, uh, six cyclical. So the first energy that is shown is dominancy the dominance energy is about end result uh, fight flight getting really powerfully controlled and my way over the highway and I think of just me does that make sense myself ego understanding so in principle of aligning it to let's say the UK in specific and it's the same across the globe by the way uh, when we first started getting told around the second week of, of of March that there's going to be this pandemic issue um and 23rd 26th of march was when it locked down what happened is everyone into a fight and flight situation they all went off and started you know there was a joke around and i don't mean this in a very uh a loose way because i have had people within my family and extended family lose their lives to um COVID 19 so i know this is a 100 uh, absolutely yeah Right. 11 people, to be honest, it's a very, very large interest and a uh, very big thing that's happened to the world, Satsangaji. So the principle of this is I'm just going to give my version of it to try and help people understand if I can. Uh, so what you've got is a dominancy energy. This is when we fight flight We go straight into the mode of pulling, taking, uh, absorbing gluttony, greed. All those elements kick in first. Uh, jord kick off and we start to think of myself first. So the en- energy is about going to fill our house up with... 10 pints of milk when i'm only using one pint a week um, and it's going to go off over purchasing over exaggerating. so that's the first energy that happens and you can relate liken it to all of that's what happened in the uk it happened across the globe as well the second energy panic, that shift panic, panic, panic. panic yes panic. panic fight flight um me myself my survival don't care about anybody else you know stock up my garage stock up my house as long as i'm okay as long as my family's okay i'm good and then We have an energy where it shifts into uh, the compliant energy. Compliancy is when we talk very, very specifically about the structure, the strategy, the planning, the order um the organization of things and so this is what we moved into the next stage well hang on it wasn't a very good move having 10 bottles of milk and taking away the shelves are empty the person who needed it were almost Mr. the they had nothing there they didn't have any food and so the hamdardi comes back in but the love comes from inside of something start to think about how you can strategize this properly and put an order in place so that's the next phase that comes in the third phase i'm i'm rushing this a little bit just because i want to be aware of our time third phase comes into the influencer phase and the influencers, is the i energy where we start to think about freedoms frivolousness and and i want my my rights back i want my understanding back this is the distracted stage from the core understanding of what's on we'll go out and and risk being uh in the open without lockdown without sdp without social distancing protocol we'll try to do uh, whatever we can against the will of the of the nation and this is where the the I I have my own rights and freedoms comes involved and that's basically the third phase we're currently in that phase where we make these frivolous uh energetic choices but the final phase will become stability where we come back into rest safety security and life becomes a new norm somewhere along the line but that phase in order that phase to happen in our current COVID crisis is supposed to have either an inhibitor or a vaccine uh, of some kind that's the only time that stability can come in we might be rotating between these as Fight, flight. If there's another fate, wave two, we go fight, flight, flight again, go straight into compliance, we start to order conscientiousness, and then we go back into re- retaliation, rejection again. And then we'll come back to safety at that endpoint. Hope this has helped a little bit. But just before I finish, the key here is wherever you are, it's correct just to be aware of it. Um, there's no right and wrong. Everyone's got their own version of the world. And as long as we can bring our Core understanding, which is our natural understanding of ourselves, because all of us have a humanity. We are the same philosophy within us, especially with our Guru Nanak Dev Ji, our founder, sharing. We are in a state of love, which is what we, we need to do in Guru Bin Singh's philosophy of which is in Tav Prasad Sveya, and specifically uh, allows us to understand that unless we speak the truth and let me tell you the truth, listen to the truth and become the truth and become love, we can't connect to God anyway. Um, so in that humble understanding, the shifts between these phases has is always ignited by that self-love again. So you go from the dominant flight, as you said, um, the selflessness, selfness of it, to shift from there to the compliance energy, we have to have that ignition of love once again. Um, so we start to think about the... What effect is having on other people? I've hoarded it all. Did I really need all that? And we start giving back to food banks and the six hunger across the globe has given so much back in Seva. So we have that energy of energy shifts to the T and from C again to shift it into the I energy after the state of love. Do you know what? I really love my mum, my dad, who's stuck across the other side of the city or i've got to go there i'm going to try it i'm going to give it a go so that love again energizes you that way and what's the same again when you get stabi- when you get the final uh, the final stage of shift from influencing energy towards stability energy again love will be the case of i feel safe again it's okay myself scratch it and you move to that so why if i helped a little bit i hope that helps a little bit uh, that's
1: in What's interesting about what you're talking about is that if you if you look at it from a, a flow chart perspective kind of take it back to the kind of, it's a a cyclical thing, you know, kind of a thing that goes round and taking you back to number three, as you were talking about it, it actually uh, resonated with me about where people are. If they are between stages three and four, which is the stage between actually saying, I'm about to get inverted commas my freedom to Mm -hmm. the fact that now I can be more trusting of what's around me, which is stage four. There is unfortunately a situation right now where people will vent, people will um, be frustrated, right? So when yes. I talk about optimism, there's the danger that, as you said before, between three and four, as they're moving between the, the whatever the new normal is going to be, uh, or the fact that maybe there's another stage, which is where they will forget that they had an opportunity to to think and contemplate. Gary, Gary, you mentioned earlier on. I, some
0: I'm of the just man. Bear on just a second. That. that optimism itself is ignited at the point of love so when you have that shift from phases one two three and four you get back into the state of love and love itself is optimism. This is connected back to God. So what happens then immediately within ourselves, gurus within, we connect to this and we move forward. So optimism is inevitable. We will have an inevitable optimism in everything we do because as humankind, we never think we're doing anything wrong anyway. Um, even when it's, you know, some an atrocity, we don't believe that's wrong at the time of committing that atrocity. Our key here is to be able to resonate back with the core values of humanity, to see if that can work with us and save and serve others as well. So beg your pardon for interrupting there.
1: No, that's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, I think, you know, I was just going to say about Gary, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, again, you you know, you guys are masters at developing uh, better strategies to help people. We were talking earlier on uh, and you you mentioned it to bring Gary in at this point. Some of the uh, I would call them outreach programs uh, for individuals. Um, Now you, you have a Friday session that you run. Uh, you, uh, it's quite interesting, you have virtual rooms where people can work together with a facilitator, a leader in that group to help. And you mentioned Samaritans, it's not obviously the on that scale, but you've obviously vetted the individuals. But the the, the stage which we were talking about where people are frustrated, where they can't see optimism, where they can't build their own confidence, um, you've done something to help that. And you have these little groups. Um, Gary, tell us about those in, in the context of those Friday the Funky Friday sessions that you do, you
2: know? Yeah, yes, thank you, Dr Savin. Thank you for having us today. Um, The Feel Good Friday was really uh, brought about because a lot of our clients, and we were hearing also socially that a lot of people were lonely. Um, now, depending upon your psychometric that Suki's just gone through, uh, various people will be happy about the situation. Others would have been fearful of the situation. Others would have just embraced and said, oh, well, whatever. Uh, and then lastly, you'd have had those that, that are quite happy to be on their own. Um, and what we found, particularly with those that, the, the compliant, we'll take the compliance first of all, they love being on their own but that's their choice. And what happened with this pandemic that went worldwide, and I think this is where the difference comes, because it was worldwide, it was, as you said in your opening, Dr. Zavi, completely unprecedented. Nobody had anything to go by. The closest thing that we probably had to an understanding was back in World Wars I and II, where it was hitting everybody. Um, Unfortunately, we've not seen anything like that since. Because it hit everyone at about the same time or within a month of each other, there was nothing to go on. There were no rules. Everybody was playing it by ear, effectively. So the the compliant nature loves being on its own generally. However, they were forced into being on their own. And as such, somebody who would normally be quite comfortable being alone, not talking to anybody suddenly felt fearful so i think what happened here um, and the reason that we brought feel good friday in was we wanted to give people a platform to be able to just come and talk remember we, we were in a situation where nobody could see family other than their immediate household technically they couldn't go outside unless they were a key worker we were confined to barracks effectively how else do we communicate with each other we have the telephone but unless you're on uh, an android system or uh, an iphone or something like that there are a number of people out there who don't have smartphones or iphones therefore it's still just calling and hearing a voice and what we wanted to do using and we use the platform of zoom um, there are other, obviously other platforms that we use, but we used Zoom. We were enable, we were a- able to enable a group of our inspired tribe we call them, our own, f- our own followers within Suki's group. We were able to enable them to come and just talk about how they were feeling. you know you, you alluded to um, like a Samaritan feel. Um, all we wanted to do was give them something to hope for something to be able to vent at, something where they could share how they were getting on during the day. And that's what Feel Good Friday was all about. And we've just done our um, eighth episode, our eighth week of of, uh, Feel Good Friday. And what's happened is we've actually found people now calling it the start of their weekend. It's not the Feel Good Friday end of the week, it's now Feel Good Friday start of the weekend. It's like a party that, you know, we go to parties on a Friday evening because we want to forget about the week and start the weekend. This is what Feel Good Friday is about. Um, we know we have the Inspired Dinners, which was, again, something that Suki, I uh, and uh, Jitendra and a couple of the other members of the group started, which was getting people around a table to have a chat. Social. It wasn't a business thing. It's not to sell. It's, it's just purely to network and talk to friends on a... So, what do you do? What does your pet do? What do your hobbies, that sort of thing? And that's what Feel Good Friday was about. And all we do now is we give people the opportunity of coming along and talking. We might have some uh, topics that we, we talk about and discuss. And we've now brought in rooms, chat rooms, to enable with four or five different subjects, people to just choose a subject they want to talk about. Yeah, it's, and, it's and, a, and oh, the other
1: thing is, it's a and evolve, actually, I think that's what you're saying. I think I think it's a safe environment as well, um, where- Totally uh, safe, totally yeah, safe. Yeah, and what, what you were saying about it being the start of the weekend or the start of, you know, of doing whatever you wouldn't do at work. Uh, it's interesting that it's also an opportunity to, I wouldn't say vent, but to reflect, right? And it's kind of the, the second part of what we were going to talk about today, which we have touched on quite a lot. We spoke about optimism, We spoke about the fact that it's a a retrospective, but without having... um, See, it's interesting, Sicky, you mentioned a term earlier when we were having a chat earlier on in in the morning about kind of a, you know, a call to self, which has a lovely, lovely term that you came up with. I think you should copyright it. Um, it, it, You know, you, 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 you put down a set of things that you're gonna do. If you're on a website, you might go, oh, call to action at the end, I'll press the contact us button as a trivial example. But a call to self is, I've actually had somebody help me. I now have a set of things that I could do going forward. Let's let's move on to the final part because we've got about 5 to 6 minutes to go. I wanted to ask you about the the business confidence side of things. One mm. of the things that you talk about to when people come and join that group is the sense of, you know, obviously there's the, you know, the companionship which is physical, you know, not having that, but you have that in that forum. But in the back of their minds they may be worried because they've been furlonged they may be worried because their particular consultancy or work it needs to be looked at again because um, maybe they won't have a contract maybe they won't have a permanent job after a certain period maybe in october when the you know those particular firms stop uh, are having to you know uh, pay a greater amount you know, compared to what the government's actually subsidizing at the moment unfortunately those firms may make a decision and say well we can't afford you anymore so mm. that will be trying on the back of people's minds but we look at it from an employer perspective how do the employers and obviously they have to impart that as leadership to their people that work for them who actually do the real work right in terms of the day-to-day transactions how do they build that confidence what tools and techniques can they use that will really give them that sense of Yeah, and obviously in the back of their mind we mentioned it earlier there could be a second wave how do we kind of build that confidence in business but also give those individuals the call to self to not only do something different but maybe actually think about their situations in a different way
0: i love it so wow what a deep question so the first thing is obviously they need to have a reference of self um, in the whole of this, because all of this revolves around our version of the world. Korzybski, there's a gentleman called Alfred Korzybski, um, and he says very clearly that uh, we ourselves as humans are meaning making machines. We constantly make meanings. Our Sudhukur Granth Sahibji very clearly says, So that's the first es- essence of any kind of change learn yourself first. So, in context of that, if you start to get an understanding of self, I mean, by the way, you can go straight on to Inspired University dot uh, com forward slash disc if you want to do the assessments of understanding self um, but if you go on learning yourself the principle understanding is if you have a reference of yourself you can then adapt to the world and this is the optimism of business that we're talking about the tools that one can take is use the disc psychometrics to learn self so you can move forward with life um, it gives you an, an understanding of an adaption that your version of the world is not the world at large not the reality it's just your reality and as long as there is some optimism which is love and light that we will always adapt and we must understand that whether it's brexit whether it's COVID with mankind humanity will persevere and will prosper the gurus jesus has given us the understanding of that we will persevere and we will grow so just to clarify if i may with reference to the actions sorry i'm speaking fast just due to time the actions that one could take very clearly is just to look if they were a business if they were an employer or even if they were an employee a part of a business if they're an employed individual um self-employed and they, they don't have any staff it's still the same principle the first thing is take heed of where we are reduce our outgoing expenses so we can keep them in check take the sabbaticals that have been given to us and i've i have an online show which i talk about this with reference to the daily tips show on our our channel thank you very much on our channel which is suki wahiwala official content on youtube Um, and on there we've, we've spoken very clearly about certain aspects of this what we're talking about now and you can go into much deeper dives there get clear on what you're trying to achieve, get your expenses down and get the assistances from the government which, which are supporting us all. Now we move forward into what is it that, what's the there's a psychology that I train here with the Synegus method. Um, I share a lot in universities and around the world with Maharajita Kirpa um, uh, to share the knowledge. The principle here is that make a note of what actual skills do I have, yeah? first question is, what skills do I have? Create a list. Then ask yourself, what is it that I actually like doing? I make a list. The third thing would be, is ask yourself, what resources do I actually have right now? Which is, could I have a a car? Do I have a house? Do I have something that's valuable to somebody else and to myself? The fourth thing would be, is this is the core of understanding of how to keep the optimism, the focus going, is getting an understanding that there is going to be a good way forward. And we call this pivoting so to pivot and i've been talking about this for nearly 15 years of my life we need to pivot our skills our resources our mindset and our uniqueness within ourselves for the outside world including the assets we have within the company which are the resources if we have an office how can we now use that office if we had a a business center how can we now change that how can we adapt ourselves which is pivoting so these are the key questions that one would say to ourselves so recently i shared within an interview very, very quickly with an ESP magazine, a a press, national press around talking in a business section. And within three minutes, I was given a challenge to speak very quickly about three different types of businesses and what they could do. So may I share that now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got about two, three minutes actually. Yeah.
0: One of the things would be, let's say, if you had a taxi company or a taxi driver, well, go and pivot yourself and see. I've got the assets of a taxi, the ability to drive, and I must have the uh, uh, the mission to step forward and do something about myself. You know, cover your face, get the PPE in place, put the safety in place, having spray in the back for keeping people safe and yourself in clean and hygiene away, and then going out and actually saying, actually, do you know what? Elderly people, like the sick, have been doing around the world. Elderly people sitting at home how can i serve them better what if i turned around and went to all the restaurants all the takeaways all the grocery stores and said to them have you got anybody who's in a disadvantaged position who requires a delivery i will do the delivery for you for a set fixed fee within parameters so we've got fixed fee scenario and now you're back on the road you're delivering without people you're just going to collect bags and you're dropping off home that's one opportunity it's a pivot very clearly temporarily while people are not using taxis so much the second thing let's say we look at um, an individual who's working for a corporate organization the skills that they have learnt and understood they could come to media and start to delivering start to deliver this information via a training and education which is a, a booming market right now where they could share their skills to help other people like we are today with this amazing initiative that you have uh, dr savvy so there's just a couple of quick points where i've got the skills how can i share them what do i have what resources how can i repurpose them but in an immediacy and due to the case of time i'll just go quiet there if it's okay
1: No, that's okay. I was going to say that that's a really good example. And I'm just bringing Gary back in for a second, because obviously, you know, your business is very much around the kind of face-to-face coaching, as well as guidance, as well as career progression and advising companies. So you haven't actually been able to do that. So in a way, Gary, you have had to use uh, Zoom and video conferencing as your tool. And we mentioned earlier, remember, I I gave the case of somebody who had a Henna product and uh, she can't do the Henna, but she is able to make products and able to train people. Uh, and actually have colouring books. What a, what a brilliant bit of innovation that is. I mean, uh, so I'll, I'll leave the final minute, uh, 30 seconds to both of you. Is this a, a quick question? Is this a time for innovation?
2: Gary first, and then Suki, I'll get you to finish. Totally as Dr. Savvy. Uh, we've seen it within our own clients. Um, we ourselves have innovated the business, the business Growth Mastermind. And actually we're looking for any individuals with skills who would like to share those, have leadership, if they'd like to, because we, we are expanding the Business Growth Mastermind now because of being able to do it on Zoom, we're, we're expanding it na- nationally. So if people would like to offer their services, uh, please contact me on gary at bbr.club. And um, let's, let's have a chat and email me. I mean, I've seen it, however, very quickly with a colleagues I've worked with and dog walkers who I go out with in the mornings. And they are adapting their businesses. Um, we've got painters and decorators who are going in and masking up rooms. Uh, we've got uh, hairdressers who are doing new things. So there are so many businesses. I've even seen the taxi drivers locally with plastic uh, sheets in between the front cockpit and the back cockpit to protect themselves. So I think people generally are being optimistic and they are looking at innovative ways of uh, of, of coping with this unprecedented scenery. Suki, so, okay, you?
1: I was going to
0: say, uh, human ingenuity, really, isn't it? I mean, it is. Th- <laughs> um, it with, is. With blessings, hundred percent. What I'm just going to echo what Gary just said there. It, there's always going to be um, some positivity out of adversity. So we've got to look for it. You know, there's an old saying that if I don't want to find it, I will never see it. So we have to just change our insights to see the positivity and the flow. And I'm going to say, of course, please reach out to us. I mean, we ourselves have gone out in that way. As I said to you, with Seva, with the Marajas Kirpa, we've got great gratitude that we're trying to help and serve people to kick them up. Even those Feel Good Fridays are very structured, very orderly. So we're creating that change for people. And we're also offering platform for people with skills uh, that they can share with other people so they can actually host one of these rooms to give that innovation and give them the facility to step out of their norms oh, yeah. and a you know, confidence up. And finally, um, with the Business Growth Mastermind Programme. We're looking for individuals, so, who are in the professional realm, who currently may have been out of business, and we're looking for ambassadors forward slash chapter leaders in various cities. So we're going to go global. We've already, already planned it before we have a full franchise model. Um, by all means, please reach out to Gary, as I said, uh, or find me on social media, and please find me on sukiwahiwala.com. You're, you're, all, you're all over social media, very you. I'm going to say thanks so much for joining
1: me. Uh, we'd go thank slightly you. over, but that's okay. Uh, Gary, thank you for your time so nice to meet you again after ages and Suki um, you know we know each other from before so good to see you again Uh, and I say thanks to the audience for tuning in and we will look forward to seeing you next time